Yeah. And motherfuckers will tell you they drink Hennessy like they're telling you, like, yo, I drink Uncle Nearest 1682 or something. You know what I mean? They tell you that shit, like, yeah, like I mean, and I'm like, I'd be I'm, disappointed I'm, when a chick tells me that she drinks Hennessy. Yeah, because I had the white Hennessy. That is a little different. It's a still Hennessy, different, though. but it's still Hennessy. Mm-hmm. But, like, the dark Hennessy, I know there's, I don't know. If I see somebody that purchases it, I'm like, all right, man, mm-hmm. what's going on with you? Why you went for Hennessy? Yeah, I don't understand it. And I used to drink that shit back in the day. Yeah, that used to be a go-to. Hennessy mm-hmm. and special brew. My 21st birthday, I bought a bottle of Hennessy, and I rode through the streets of Atlanta with a bottle of with Hennessy. With a bottle of Hennessy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Super yeah, wildin'. That's when you became ATLian and shit. Like, I guess I was on Peachtree. Remember when Peachtree used to have a like a long line? Mm-hmm. You just be stuck. Back in the day, damn, yeah. you was here for that? Yeah, 2000. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. That was the, the last days of the strip. Yeah, uh, because it was stemmed from people trying to get into Buckhead. Because mm-hmm. remember that whole because you were right up. That yep. was the thing. You right up the up the strip. You stop at Shark Bar. Fuck around there for a second, might meet a chick, and then you tell her, oh, yeah, I'm going up to the strip. Oh, we're recording, by the way. Go up there. That's cool. <laughs> go up there. Go up the strip. Boom. Hit Buckhead. You got Buckhead. Chili Pepper. You got fucking World Bar. World you got Bar. Mako's, nigga. You got all all of this dope shit. You don't shit. have to go into Havana with Club was you over there. You don't even there. have to go and in. And then, yeah, you don't have to go in. And that was the cool shit. You would ride up Peachtree, and that was part of the, the you could, event. You could park at the apartments and just walk and up the street. And just walk right up the street. You ain't got to go into none of the clubs. That Old was like, Atlanta, man. I miss that. Yeah. I don't, but it was cool. I do. That shit was great. I mean, you wouldn't do that now, though. <laughs> I would, actually. You would You would still? I would. Like, I, if, if there was a situation where I could go out and do something like that, but the problem is, I guess you're right, because right now, it would be like kids. You wouldn't have the energy to do that. It would be kids that was, and yeah, I exactly. and I and I don't like going down to um mm-hmm. to fucking what's that shit where mother and um uh no nah, the the chicken at Harold's is down there, the shit where everybody hang out. Harold's joystick is down there. Oh, Edgewood. Edgewood, yeah, I don't like I don't like going to Edgewood. Yeah, that's for kids. It's for youngsters. Yeah, I feel old as fuck down there, and that that's probably how it would be now, if the Buckhead Strip was still going, we would be old as fuck out there. Yeah, because then it's not even like because it's kind of a cultural thing too. Like Edgewood is still very closely still related to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Buckhead is like out of towners is everybody. Yeah, that's some other it's shit. Not, it's not related to mm-hmm. Atlanta. Edgewood still has that close knit to it. It is. It's the closest thing to the old shit. But it it ain't it, but it's still the closest. But yeah, it ain't quite the same, man. It never be the same. Hey Fab. What's up? What's up? Hey, you feel like introducing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> welcome people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Black on Purpose. <laughs> What are we, episode, what, 13? 13. 13. 13. Ow. Time flies. Um, I'm your boy, J-Fab. DSC3. This is uh, King Shogun. Illustrate. 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 <laughs> Illustrate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we here, man. Yeah, how y'all, how y'all been, man? Yeah, I'm better. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot I better. Tell. A lot yeah. better. Yeah. 
That's a good thing. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I'm doing all right. Had a nice little weekend off, little vacation adventure. Mm-hmm. Where to? It was fun. I went to uh, Virginia, man, like right outside of um, Virginia Beach. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think when, when I think Oh, Virginia, when somebody's like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's different. When what I, you thinking when you think Virginia, man? Uh, Hillbillies. Oh, you think West Virginia. Oh. Yeah. That's what you well, the place I was at was a nice small community and nobody really came outside. So I just saw like the people that I went to see and got you. Had a good, had a good time, time, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Dope. Hung out. My sister out there, shout out to Vanessa, shout out to Brandon. Shout out Vanessa. Brandon. You know what I mean? Boop, a couple boop, that boop. gives me hope. But um no, they got a real nice layout there, set up dope ass backyard with a pool. Oh, and nice. we all like to drink. And do Dope. drugs. So we had a good time, man. <laughs> legal had a real good time. Yeah, legal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> the legal kind. The legal kind. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Sounds sound like a great time, man. Have fun, man. And I got to, and it was on um, my goddaughter's uh, second birthday. So nice. That was dope, man. Shout dope. out to Ava. Ava. Baby girl. Shout out to Ava. Happy birthday. Shout out to her. Yeah, man. Bird, how about you, Fab? How's your week going? <laughs> Well, it's been good, man. I ain't really do you too cut much. your hair, man. I did. <laughs> you know, it's a. I kind of understand now how all the rappers that we kind of grew up with, like, oh, they cut their hair, they cut it off, and did this mm. and that, like, and then they grow back again. I kind of understand that a little bit. A little reset. Yeah, just a little. Reset. That's cool. I'm not. I don't know what it is though, but it after you go so long with. Your hair being grown out, and then you cut it. It kind of, it does kind of feel like a part of you is is missing. Like a like a change, or yeah, like just a you know, I'm a creative, so it's kind of feels Let's like see what happens. Of, It'll grow back. Yeah. yeah. Worst no case problem. scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. It'll so, grow yeah. back. Week's been all right, you know. Um, you know, just living life. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I had a week. I'm getting back to myself, man. I'm really getting back there. Good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, I had a good week, all in all. Yeah. But uh, we here now. And, y'all, do, uh, uh, y'all do anything for the fourth? I don't <laughs> think niggas celebrate the fourth no more. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, what I wanted to do is we haven't done it in a while, man. Remember the fourth we when we With did the, the, um, the, well, not just that, the black exploitation Weekend, oh, yeah. just watching all seventies joints like all day. That shit was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Petey Straw, the Mac, the Mac, man. Three the Hard Way. Is the Mac the greatest movie ever filmed? It's up there. What movie is better than the Mac? I can name a couple, but it's one of Use my favorites. Suspects, maybe Car- Carlito's I Way. I do. I brought that shit up a lot on here. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> it is. It's excellent. The Mac is a ways. great film, man. It is. You get revenge. You get the come up story. You get a whole bunch of different themes in this get the one betrayal. movie. Betrayal. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Max Julian, the Max. Mac. Julian. Shout if you out haven't to Max seen Julian, that, man. Rest in peace, to Max. Starring Julian. Richard Pryor. I don't know how you haven't seen that. If if you haven't, but it's definitely worth if it. If you haven't seen the Mac, go watch the Mac or yeah. stick yourself. 
<laughs> stick yourself right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of great films and greatness in general, one of my homies is in the building today. Great to have him. We got a very special guest. Um, this is a gentleman that's probably know as much as about hip hop that he's almost like on my level as far as knowing about hip hop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> almost you say. He, he's almost there. He's almost there. Mm. Like I give him a couple more years to do his research and you know, mm. we'll be on the same level. But um I got a great friend of mine, man, all jokes aside, great friend of mine in the building today. Sire Great Scott. Yeah, peace one and all. Welcome, 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 man. Welcome. How you living, G? Yo, I'm doing exceptionally well, all things considered. You know, in the midst of this pandemic, uh, in the midst of social injustice, uh, you know, I was just think- thinking earlier on uh, about the fact that you know my grandparents migrated on the migrated here uh, under less than stellar conditions. You know, and they managed <laughs> to persevere and. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, and I intend to do the same. Right, right. Well, you have been, man. It's good to hear from you, man. It's good to hear that you're doing well in these times and everything is uh, on the up and up for you. Uh, a lot of black males have been depressed in this in this <laughs> current climate. So it's just good to hear you on the up and up, man. Yes. Real shit. No doubt. No doubt. Here you go. Word. So what's your... um? Well, I want to talk to... You about a certain thing. We and we talked offline about this shit. Uh, like your your background, your your upbringing. Yo, I mean, feel feel free to be as specific as possible, fam. I mean, um, I, if I want to go up, if I want to get on it in a roundabout way. Uh, well, okay, go you ahead. You know, et, et, I mean, ethnically, uh, ethnically, I'm Jamaican, Geechee. My family uh, hails from Scotts Hall, which is the St. Mary's. Um, you know, and by way of St. Catherine and Kingston, Jamaica. Um, also, mm-hmm. you know, as I just made mention of, uh, you know, the fact that my grandparents migrated to the States um, post-World War II. And so my upbringing was in both Jamaica as well as uh, the city of Savannah, which is on the eastern coast of Georgia. Uh, historically black city. Um, where you find Geechee, Bella culture, mm-hmm. we call it the low country, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and my formative years were both there, Brooklyn, New York, Brixton, South London, um, as well as a few other cities, but you know, but Savannah is, uh, is definitely a hometown. Atlanta, however, is home. Um, I swear, you know, my, my late formative years and, you know, early adulthood, and on throughout adulthood uh, took place, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I more or less made my mark. Word. So do you, um, cause now he's, he grew up overseas as well. Like he spent military kid. Yeah. 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 He spent the stint, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what was it like, or do you remember that? Was it a thing the way you recall like memories yeah. from being? Yeah. Yeah. In London? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I had the good fortune of living in South London, uh, Brixton specifically, um, during the late 80s, early 90s, uh, where the Windrush generation, I don't know if you all are familiar with the Windrush generation, that's like my, my, my you know, my grandfather's brothers and sisters 
who again post World War II, mm-hmm. given the fact that the city of London in particular was decimated, um, you know, they sought uh, labor, cheap labor, uh, to exploit. <laughs> Uh, for the purpose of re- helping to rebuild the city. So what they did was enlist the assistance of people in the British colonies, mm-hmm. um, many of whom are from, you know, uh, West Africa right. at that time, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the Caribbean. So, you know, um, many, many mm-hmm. Jamaicans, many Jamaicans. As a matter of fact, if you ever seen the show Desmond's that used to come on BET back in the day, that was very, very... <laughs> That's very much like my family. A lot of a lot of people's family actually. Mm. Uh, so my uncle um, uh, owned a shop down on uh, Electric Avenue, uh, which is an actual. Going to rock street. down too. Yes. That's yeah, a real. That's, that's, that's a, a real shit. <laughs> yes, Electric Avenue. Yeah, Electric Avenue. I didn't Avenue, know that was yeah. a real shit. That is a street. We're going to rock down uh, too. Right. That's a street in in, in Richmond, South London. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So mm-hmm, the Eddie Grant joint, yeah. that's where he gets that down to. Like the song starts, out in the street there was violence, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, you know, particularly at that time, um, there was still resentment, uh, and even to this day, um, but less more so than, than it was then, you know, uh, resentment for police, uh, there was definitely, you know, economic disparity. There was definitely social injustice, as evidenced by the Brixton riots that took place uh, before I even arrived. And so, so some of my some of my older family were actually, in, in, you know, involved with that. So you have, you know, uh, you know, second and third generation mm-hmm. uh, Caribbean immigrants, uh, you know, Caribbean immigrants uh, in the midst of all that. So would um, you say uh, Brixton was similar to the Bronx at that time, as far as the when, no, when Bronx was at its height no. of that, no. no, 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 no. The Bronx is a whole entirely different, yeah, that's a different conversation, yeah. <laughs> right? Definitely, because because uh, I had I, I had time in the Bronx too. Initially, uh, one of the first places in New York we lived was actually the Bronx, and um, and as a child, we arrived there the same week that uh, Larry Davis. And deal with, you know, wow. deal with he did. Your that's twin brother, the- your twin brother. He looks exactly <laughs> like you do look like him. You do look like yeah. him. I just thought about that. That's, that's Every all time I want. see Larry Davis, I'm like, yo, that's my nigga Quan. <laughs> yo, so, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was, it was even, uh, uh, even, it was even more harsh, I would say, in the Bronx, to the, to the, to the point where yeah, yeah, yeah. even my family was like, you know what? The Bronx is not going to be it. We're about to right, right. Uh, relocate to uh, to Brooklyn. Um, a better place. Both the, right, exactly. <laughs> a, quote a better place, <laughs> which was which was still you know you know still still rough. Man. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, a more safer you know, place. From, safer. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so from like Soundview to Whitman Houses, uh, Fort Green projects. Fort you know, Green, yeah. Let's, uh, let's yeah, let's go from Soundview to Fort Green. <laughs> You know, that sounds but, um, crazy, but uh, yeah, yo, yo, um, I want to fast forward a little bit. I just want to, um, you know, for the people that's listening that don't know about you and your background in ATL in Atlanta, right? You know what I'm saying, and um, you know how you got your stripes and mm. you know as an MC because you are got an you. MC. Let's talk about that. That I, that I that I am 
that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I MC quite masterly. So, well, I love this guy. <laughs> you have, you know, you have to take, you have to really go back to a time where the South was not known for, for hip hop. Yeah, for rapping. Was rapping. Not r- right. Uh, at all. And so, um, given that, you know, I, I uh, again, I, I grew up back and forth in Savannah. So, you know, throughout high school, I was in Savannah. Uh, and I would go back and forth between Savannah and Atlanta periodically. And, you know, being raised or being forged from hip hop culture, my parents are like first generation hip hoppers, you know? Right, right, right. Yes. Um, I mean, I know that, but yes. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, so I, I, in my house, you know, I, I, I tell, I talk to my friends about it, you know, about the fact that they grew up on, many of them grew up on like soul music or gospel. Um, yo, Frankie Beverly and A's was never played in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, your, your mom was a DJ, right? No, my mother was my mother was not a DJ. Yeah. My mother was a a a hardworking woman who also hustled, who also was like the the chick at the parties that everybody okay. knew. So, so, so my you... mother. Not, yeah, my mother when was you're saying like first generation hip hoppers, not to cut you off, uh-huh. just Go when ahead. you like break that down for us. When you say your parents are first generation hip hoppers, what do you mean when you saying that? That eighties hustling shit, right? But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my pa- my parents are first generation hip hoppers in that um, hip hop. But they're the first generation to know that hip hop was something new, okay. right? Right. Okay. Um, they saw the transition uh, the in full. They right, exactly. Full. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. Not only the music, but the lifestyle, the lifestyle. you know, that, that that came with it. You know, mm-hmm. so um, I mean, my my parents are born in sixty and sixty one. You know, so you have to understand that when hip hop is you know making its way, you know, via the park jams, they're they're, they're only eleven and twelve years old. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just to put that in perspective. Um, so, uh, circa, if we, if you know, by the time Rappers Delight is doing this thing, um, I mean, my my mom and dad are like eighteen and nineteen years old, so that's that's a that's a go to jam for them. But um, they also, uh, with you know, once once hip hop became you know increasingly popular, they definitely would take us down to the record store. They they took us, but you know, because they had to more or less. I mean, they were really shopping for them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we just be in there, you know, buying them vinyl, uh, all throughout, all throughout like the mid eighties to the late eighties, man. So that was like a, a thing that we did on a, on a regular basis. Um, and so you know, the first time I ever heard like you know, uh, my melody by Eric B and Rakim, you know, it's because my pops was playing it. Mm. Uh, the first time I ever heard uh, Make the Music With Your Mouth Is, you know, or Just Ice, Gangsta of Hip Hop, is because my mom's had it on, on a mixtape, you know? And part of one of my chores was to actually tape every, like every every weekend, like the, like the different shows that would come on, depending on what city we're in. You know, I refer to my pops. My pops is actually not my biological father, but I refer to him as my pops is only that I knew. He's actually from West Philadelphia. And so, you know, I would tape Power 99, um, you know, and, 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 and Kiss FM. 
And I just grew up with those tapes, you know, and those are played in my household on a regular basis. Word. So anyway. So, so uh, means, let me ask you this. What was the um, what was the artist that you heard growing up then during that time that like, yo, I can MC too. You know what I'm saying? Like that got you intrigued let, let me, to, to do me, the writing and, let, and let, the, the beautiful, the most, the most, the beautiful thing about it is this. Unlike, unlike the artists of today, hip hop was not something. Right. Being able to rap and do it effectively was not something right. that was easily replicated. Right. And so you had a reverence for anyone who could do it and do it well. Right. Right. And so when I heard, for example, uh, the 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 the, fir the first song that I heard where I knew that this was something that required uh, a tremendous amount of skill would would probably have to be uh, uh, Eric B for president. Okay. Um. And. Uh, I knew you was gonna say Rakim. I knew he was gonna say. Yeah, I knew yeah, he it was, was no, in that area. Yeah, it was, no, it was definitely Rock. It was definitely Rakim. Yeah. You know, uh, because prior to that, I mean, you know, uh, Run DMC, you know, which is yeah. which became the, they became the poster boys for rap music, rap, for hip hop, exactly, for yes. B, for being the quote B boy, right? right? Even though they were not break dancers, but you can sit. They, 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 they you know. Uh, sort of associated themselves with the b-boy stance and so they on, represented right? the streets very well they represent exactly yeah. and so um and you and, but you felt like you could do that so you could you could write something and mm -hmm. sound almost like run dmc you were not yeah. as good as a ll but you figured you might get there with time and practice right. however when you heard um when you heard rakim you knew you could not do that. i'm not doing that and, right <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. you Exactly. And the thing about it is, by the time you heard Eric B, the president, and by the time you heard my melody, um, and you thought that, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to position myself to be able to do what this guy has done, he, he progressed exponentially because... LL. Uh, Right, right. Well, yeah. because you know, L yeah, LL comes, LL, LL, you know, he clearly gets better. But we see the emergence, which is the bars race. So we see the emergence of, you know, uh, around the same time, Cool G rap, the trifecta, if you yeah, Cool G rap, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, Big Daddy Kane. And I remember, man, I remember listening to Ain't No Half Stepping. And by this time, That's one you of the greatest know, rap songs of all time. It, it it really is. By this time, I had begun to, you know, I had my little mm -hmm. my little composition book. My I'm in elementary school. What age is this, this like, though? Yeah. Uh, when you started, when, when you like, started writing. When I started right, when I started reciting, probably like nine. Your own rhymes. Yes. Okay. My own rhymes, about and nine. then, yeah, about nine. My first, my first, my first rap was called Revolutionary War Rap. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, true story. No, that sounds like uh, nine, go, nine, nine going on ten. Um, because my uh, my teacher, E. Larry McDuffie, he actually was a DJ in the after hours. Like you could, like we, he would teach us during the day, and then and then you go home and you would actually hear, you know, Mr. McDuffie on the radio. Um, Word. And so, uh, and so he would actually bring groups, bring artists to school and you could win vinyl for doing well on a test. 
you know? Word. Uh, All right, so, 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 so well, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to get to into, like, when you got to Atlanta and, like, your whole Georgia experience with MCN. And, you know, people you met, I know you were in the group. Let me fast forward. Y'all was very, y'all very surprised to see a white woman walking the dog in Buckhead. That's, that's later. Um, not, <laughs> not in Buckhead. In Bankhead. Bankhead. Big difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bankhead. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. White women walking, walking dogs through Buckhead is very common. Correct. Um, all right, then. Fast forward. Um, you're missing out on a huge... No, 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 no. I, I, I want to get to it because I want to talk to you about some other shit, though. You know what I mean? All right. Okay. All right. Well, let me get to it. All right. Uh, oh, man. Okay. The, the simplify it all, when um, when I initially arrived in Atlanta, my situation was one thing. All right. Went to college, correct? And, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I attended and graduated from Morehouse College. And uh, initially, I had... Uh, I had I had a lot of things that were working in my favor and working with certain people um, <clears throat> and being sought after as an independent artist. Again, this is before the South was even really known for oh, rapping shit. I'm like fast that. forwarding. I'm, I forgot about the culture Vicons. No, I'm, I got to get there. That's no. See, that comes later. Because what happened was when during my during my first year of school, I was shot. And so, as a result of being shot, I had that. I actually left Morehouse, and then came back the following year. Okay. And when I came back, my situation had changed entirely. Right. It had changed entirely. Right. And and so, um, so what? Uh, what I began to do is, is seek out different artists, different MCs. Um, and eventually I linked up with a brother from Chicago by the name of Theoretic and Theoretic. Yes. Okay. And, and, uh, and Theoretic knew a producer by the name of Rahman So, who was actually Senegalese. Um, and so Rahman says, yo, okay. Um, we need to go ahead and, you know, and, uh, and get some songs, get some songs done. We got the talent. And again, I've been, you know, chopping it up with different MCs and so forth and so on. So if you were nice, um, we kind of brought you into the fold of the squadron called the Cult of Icon. The okay. Cult of Icon. Now, now it's, well, yeah. stop there. Explain that because I know Cult of Icon and it's very, to me, it's very impressive that you had a group of dudes that was nice, like a large group of dudes that was nice, pause. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that the fact that they all use their government names. Yeah. For so, the well, most, for the most almost, part. Almost. For the most part, yeah. Like, I, I, so, never, I never seen that. Right. So, well, maybe a derivative. See, that, uh, my squadron unknown seeds. That's why I said you got to fast forward through a lot of stuff. And I know we pressed one time. Yeah, yeah, because I, w- I want to get into my, a lot of other shit. But I just want, you know, squad, the people that yeah, don't, don't, don't know you yeah. <laughs> so no doubt he's he's an orator <laughs> so so you know um cult of icon was a conglomerate of dudes from different crews right right, right. so my crew unknown seeds actually we used our actual names right that was something we were doing 
back then. Right. Um, before Kanye. Uh, right. Well, yeah, before Kanye, before a lot of uh, before a lot of cats. But we don't take credit for that because we actually got that from Parrish and Eric. You know, just Keith using Murray. their actual yeah. names. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. Exactly. Reggie right? Noble. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I'm operating under the moniker, uh, you know, Quam Scott at the time. And um, but anyway, um, so uh, we, you know, decided to do a few songs um, because we see this this shift, right, mm-hmm. that is taking place in hip hop that is going from culture to focusing on industry, and with industry comes, you know, material gain, uh, materialism, mm-hmm. uh, and, and things of that sort, and so. Um, we really wanted to preserve the culture. So we actually, the first songs that we do is called the Vicon. We go out to uh, Stone Mountain and we record with, uh, with Akon, hmm. Akon. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I remember and so off, of, so off of the strength of some of those songs and, uh, and then continue to record, we actually, uh, uh, we, we were one of the first people that you probably would have come across at that time in Atlanta who actually had an in-house studio, you know? A lot of people didn't have that. We got tired of going to the studios, fucking with, you know, I don't I don't, I don't, don't want to throw any studios under the bus because they, you know, everybody does the work no, that they do. No, let's do it, do. man. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, because it's because because that was because that was then. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah. some things some things are definitely different now. And it's not it's no it's no slight to the studios, but I do know this. You know, it's just like, you know, when you're trying when you're when you are 18, 19, and you're trying to organize, you know, other 18, 19 year olds for a session at Patchwork or a session at Dark. Oh, it's you a mess. know, that's a mess. Yeah, exactly. And so, mm-hmm. so what I did was, you know, I tried it over Rock Mars. Like, yo, what do we need to be able to do this shit the way Akon was doing it at his crib? We recorded at Akon's crib in his in the basement. Um, and he was like, yo, we need this much money to get this much equipment. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And so, boom, we, we started recording. You know what I'm saying? Out the crib, and yeah. we put together this. Uh, yeah, I, know. I mean, like, like literally. <laughs> Like not like castle like just have so many songs over the course of a week, yo. Mind you, we're in college, you know, and so these songs are circulating throughout the AU Center, and then we just take them all and we create this project called Out of the Minds of Children, and um and you know become pretty uh, well renowned in uh, in Atlanta's independent scene, and okay. this is like the that the forefront of Atlanta's independent scene. No, it was. It that, was. It was. At, prior to that, Atlanta mm-hmm. was, you know, bass music, bass music, booty yep. shakes, yep. skating yep. rink yep. type yep. shit. And so Cause, now, because that, like, explain to like, well, because that conglomerate of people, cult of icons. Mm-hmm. You had you had niggas from Chicago. Yeah, you had niggas from Florida. Yeah. You, you had, had niggas from you New had York. A, a lot of a lot of people associated and affiliated with Cult of Icon. You know, so you know, shout out to the brother uh, Mike Flo. Who shout out to Mike Flo, man. Yeah, he's who's Mike. you know, his he's lost. He's gone on to DJ for for Dead Prez. Dead Prez, yeah. You know, um, um, some cats that was associated with Cult of Icon who I you know I rather not make mention of now. They've gone on to do their thing. Um. <laughs> Shout out to so, Jay Ellis. You know, yes, yo, that's my man. Shout out, shout out to I love Jay Ellis, man. That's my guy, South, man. From South Bend. No, no, South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, you already yeah, know. But yeah, I'm but biased. Yeah, cats from from yeah. New, you know, he was, he was the York. nicest in Code of Icon. Savannah. 
Uh, yo, everybody in Cult of Icon nice as fuck. Had, yeah, had, yeah. quite nice. Yo, everybody yeah, had nice. their, their their moment, had their song. Mike, shout shout and, out uh, to Mike Nice in YC. Yo, my man, yeah, New York City exclusive, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. My man, Nice from uh from Best Star Brooklyn. Um, you know, so you know, and then Price, right? And I could go on, but uh, yeah, Straight man. Up, yo. All right, man. So you you. An exceptional so, MC, man. One of the homies. I don't, I don't want to harp on that because I, re- I really want to get into some some real shit. Like, all right, you know well, what I'm saying? Yo, I, I want well, to get your back. You what, I'm going to fall back. You ask questions. Ask questions. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Nah, I'm saying I appreciate it. You know, I, I wanted the people to get it like a feel for, you know, your background and, you know, your your, your place in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. As, as far as, especially Atlanta independent scene because I think that goes – unheard a lot of times like the people that actually built it up and we've been through this conversation millions of times with the a3c and you know what's acknowledged what's acknowledged and what's not and you know i just want people to know that you know you one of them people that was here yo good looking out i appreciate you know that saying? you know i'm not i'm not i'm not the, i'm not the cat that harps on that because everything evolves so long yeah. as people are doing true indeed you know Dope music. I'm like, yay. I, I mean, I rock with him. You know True what I'm indeed. saying? Yeah. Um, but in the same token, um, if ever I'm in a spot and you see people, you know, bigging me up, you need to understand why. Because because I'm one of the ones who started that's, it. That's, that's what that's that's, that's what I wanted. Life. That's what I wanted to get the background basis on because you was definitely one of those dudes that I saw that was putting in work before people looked at it as work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all dudes was like doing your thing and having fun and changing the culture at the same time as far as the independent culture in Atlanta. Correct. Correct. So I wanted to definitely make sure people knew that. But um yeah, so um you know a lot's going on. Yo, uh we was having we was having a conversation that we didn't get to last week, Scott. And like I said, you almost as good as a <coughs> hip hop historian as me. So I definitely respect. Yo, I, I really, I really, I really don't want to, your, your listeners to believe that. I, I, I can't permit them to believe uh, that. Yo. They know I'm fucking around, man. They know I'm fucking around, but um, I'm talking shit. But um, we were talking last week. We didn't get into it though, but we were having a conversation and bringing up albums that we could go back and listen to, and they don't sound aged. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had my mm-hmm. list. Fab, did you? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I got, I can go. I off, think of a couple. Yeah, off the cuff, but what I think is my timeless albums, albums that yeah. I still bump. Yeah. Timeless, timeless albums, is it? Mm. Timeless yeah. albums. Timeless. Yeah, yeah, mm. timeless albums. Yeah, timeless or something that has aged very well um, from when it did come out. Yo, out the gate. Uh, I would definitely say uh, Fuji's the score. I think I think that they made uh, an intergenerational album, mm, as yes. evidenced by the fact that if you were to play joints from the score right now for a 13, 14, 15 year old just out and about, they would they would they would gravitate to those songs, or they would be <laughs> like, "Yo, I know that song," even though they don't know that song. There's a certain level of familiarity there, exactly. you know. Yeah. So rather you talk about ready or not. Or even uh, Fuji La, you know those songs. Those songs have become yeah, timeless. Yeah, Fuji La is the one. You know? That's the one. That... And, and, and obviously the Roberta Flack yeah. remake. Yeah, ready. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Me softly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is which is ironically enough a song that I 
I didn't rock with like that. I like still I don't always rock with that. fast forward exactly. Well, killing, I fast forward the joint, no, the but, I have, to, but I, I have to acknowledge that. Oh y'all bugging. No, I don't like that song. Y'all bugging. Like I was in. I would never forget when I first heard that song. I was in. That was a special song. Yeah, I was in like middle school. Yeah, and, I was in, in class. Tenth grade. Oh, yeah. you guys are definitely tenth grade. Yeah, I was in tenth grade when that song came out. I feel like we were older than that. Nah, nah you weren't in tenth nah. grade when that song came you out. You had yet. to be like. Nah, junior. I just started driving. Yeah, you maybe were eleven. Senior, senior when senior, that song yeah. came out. Nah, you you might be right. I remember yeah. that summer like distinctly. Yeah, that we graduated was a great the same year. Summer. Yeah, yeah, ninety six. That album right? came out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so you know, so that so that established, you know, that's that's one joint mm-hmm. um, that I think that I think is definitely timeless. Then you have joints that are just so above. Reproach so that their, their impact on hip hop culture is so irrefutable that you simply must accept them as they are. Yeah. Uh, and I would say, uh, Illmatic is an example of that, yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I, I you know, I, I point out the fact that this is an album that was released, uh, while I was a student in high school. And, uh, and I recall writing down the lyrics to New York State of Mind. And I asked my instructor, Essie Johnson, the AP Composition Literature, you know, and when she came over and said, what are you writing? <laughs> and I showed her and I said, Miss Johnson, do you think lyrics such as these will ever be studied by the general populace? Will it be part of a curriculum? And look where and we she at. says, well, we that are, remains man. to be seen. Look where we at. You know? And so, yes, years later, uh, you know, New York State of Mind is in the North, an anthology, yeah. which 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 essentially places Nasir alongside the likes of Langston Hughes, mm-hmm. alongside Lord Tennyson and others. Mm-hmm. You see, it is a literary masterpiece. Yes. Um. So so I, so I would definitely say ill illmatic. Uh. Damn, why do you think of the score? Joints, mm-hmm. the joints the that have, you know. Stood, stood the test of time. Uh, one thing I'm mindful of, this, of is this. I think that hip-hop is such a unique genre is, in, in that it reflects, the, it reflects the times more so than other musical genres. Yeah, 100%. Is that is that yeah, the that word is, so, is spoken that is so directly, right? Yeah. And so, and so, so case in point, I was uh, I was out and about driving through. I'm in, I'm in Memphis, Tennessee, right now, and you know, Stax is located here. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so, Memphis has such a rich uh, musical legacy, Very despite being such an impoverished city. Yeah. More on the latter later. That's that's so, probably why. Um, well, in part, in part, but it wasn't always like this, you know, um, but I, 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 there's a, there's a huge difference between pre-crack Memphis and post-crack Memphis, you know, post-crack Memphis is three, six mafia and shit like that. But (laughs) we can talk about that later too. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but, but my point is, you know, when I listen to these songs that came from stacks and, you know. Uh, you know, a lot of the artists that recorded out of there, that music is so timeless. I, I, that music resonates in my soul, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not an R&B nigga. Like anybody who knows me will tell you, they, you've never been in my company and heard me play a fucking Jodeci song or a Boyz II Men song or anything of the like. Um, however, I, I rock with soul music tough because a lot of that music is timeless. And so, um, I, because it reflected the times. And I think when we talk about timeless hip hop, um, you know, you have to kind of look at the same, look at it, look at it the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is going to actually be able to speak to what was occurring then right. and what what is occurring now, right? right? right, right. So when I listen to, um, a, when I listen to, for example, a song like Bird in the Hand by Ice Cube, Timeless, right? timeless. Timeless, timeless song. Because everything he hold was on, discussing Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you digging in my bag, man. That's my <laughs> list. That's on my list, man. <laughs> Yo, every, everything he was discussing then yeah. is still so he applicable. Talking- yeah. Now, Same you know, to break that down, man. You, you in my bag, man. I mean, we can talk about it. You care to talk about it? No, Is no, no. I do. Podcast? I mean, no, that was on my list. I had um for albums that I felt like age well. I went back and listened to uh, DOC. No one can do it better. Mm-hmm. The beats mm-hmm. were advanced. Yes. The beats were yes, super that, advanced. The rhyming is advanced. Time. Yeah, he, yes. he was way ahead of it. He's he's rapping like now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like breath control, like everything. He like dedicated everything that he had into making a perfect song. Mm. You know, yeah. he, he was black thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, but, uh, I'll say some other shit, but like he was the black thought of his time. Nobody could fuck with this nigga word wise. Uh what I want to say, uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, if I if I may interject. If uh-huh. I may interject. In that year, in the year that in the year in the year that no one can do it better is released. This is eighty nine, right? Eighty nine. That is eighty nine. That is eighty nine. Correct. Okay. (laughs) In any particular order you want to put it in, I'm going to tell you who the premier lyricists were of that year. Who the premier lyricists were of that year? Okay. In any particular order, Rakim. All right. Uh, uh, Karis one. Okay. Uh DLC. Okay. All right. King. And believe it or not, the guru of Gangstar. Yeah, I was gonna say all right? that time. Yeah. Gangstar. Yeah. Yeah. But, and but, a lot of, and a lot and a lot of and a lot of people a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people slept on uh normal Mr. Nice Guy. A lot of people didn't get hip to Gangstar until hard to earn, to be honest with That's you. That's true. But but by that by that time they had already completed three dope albums that should all be considered classics in my opinion. All right, all right, but, I, I uh, think we ner- we nerd now. I want to get back to this album. Now. <laughs> all right, because I, I, we could nerd out on that lyricism shit all day. But like the albums that I think age well, DOC was one of them because I just re- recently listened to this album mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe Whirlwind Pyramid. Mm. How good that shit sounded. That's one of Jay Ellis's favorite songs. It's mm-hmm. my nigga. Shout out to Jay Ellis yeah. once again. It's my nigga. <laughs> but Whirlwind yeah. Pyramid and the fact that they stopped the shit and then uh, Grand Finale, one of the best posse cuts that always gets overlooked as far as posse cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, man, we, he had singles. The only song I didn't like was um, Beautiful But Deadly. I didn't like that song. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like guitar mixing with my hip hop. Yeah, I hate that shit. I don't, but like, see, you, I don't like rock guitar mixing with I my hip hop. You don't like. You don't. You say you don't like rock guitar because that's the, that's that's your inner nigga speaking. 
Yeah, but you grew sure. up on rock. You grew up on rock yeah, guitar. I mean, yeah, I did. It's what, it's what introduced you to it. But I understand. But the, but the thing about it is this: your subconscious mind is associating that guitar and beautiful but deadly with white boyisms. However, beautiful but deadly employs the use of the sample from Parliament Funkadelic. I understand. I understand that. I don't like it. <laughs> I just want to point. I just want to point that out. I hear you. And then I hear you. Uh, death, well, death certificate did not age well. Surprisingly, I haven't listened. To that I go one. back and yeah, listen to that album so and long. I cringe because Ice Cube is wild. I used to love that album. Now America's Most Wanted aged beautifully. That's on my list. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's on your that's, list. That's I don't, don't want to talk about it. If that's list. on your list. But yeah, yeah I had DOC. Uh, no one can do it better. And. Uh, uh, there's a dark side. Oh, yeah. Okay. Still a great album. Okay. Great I fucking. Still that in, that the shit. intro to that album is probably one of the best rap songs ever. Okay. All right. I I I, I can see that. The use of uh, the use of Atomic Dog in that stance. Doomed, 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 doomed. <laughs> you are rocking yeah, the best. That's. <laughs> I, I hear you. That's that's clearly the Midwestern you speaking. Don't um, do that. Don't do that. So. <laughs> Red Man at it's that the, time, and, and the thing with me, Red Man at that time was probably the greatest rapper on the planet, at that time. Yeah, I don't think there was a better rapper than him. No, 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 def, no, definitely. I, I would, I would give it, I give it, I give it to you. That. Yeah, I was talking with you about the Midwest shit. My point is because he employed so much funk, and Midwest comes mm-hmm. from the funk, even though the West claims it. You see, that's that's uh, very strange to me that the Midwest fun- is not looked at as the funk capital. Yeah, it originates yeah in the Midwest, right? I've um, never heard them proclaim a funk capital before. They, what they no, saying? they, they, the they say Coast? the West Coast. Yeah, they say like mm. when you hear Funky Worm, you everybody attributes you do because they say the West Coast. I feel like Dre is responsible all, for that. That's all Ohio though. That's all yeah, Ohio. It Illinois, is Midwest. You know, all that shit. Yeah, Ohio, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. I got to say it correctly. I, I, I've been all that shit is Midwest. Yeah, but, but I they, think Dre's responsible for that. Yeah, because he, that he, album right there, the Chronic album, yeah. is what did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 a fact. Because yeah. he was using all the parliament shit. All of that so shit. People yeah. attribute that shit to the West Coast. That's all Midwest shit. Yeah. yeah. All that. I will tell you an uh, album, uh, uh, two more albums really quick. Um, I think Pete Rock and CL Smooth's Mecca and the Soul Brother. I love that album. I think, I think that's a timeless joint. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that I think that CL Smooth is an underrated lyricist. Very much uh, so. Absolutely. I th- I think his use of internal rhyme scheme um, and his ability just to like weave images together, it was really, really uh, you know, lost on a lot of people in the moment. You know, but, who, you, however, you, you know who hold, does, hold on, wait, 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 I want to say this on, real, real quick, quick before I lose this thought. You know who says this? You you, you know who, who CL, like who takes CL style, not take it, but they sound just like them. And they're one of who? the greatest fucking rappers of all time. Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> you find a way to bring Lupe up every day. I love Lupe. That's yeah, nigga. it's true. It's true. Yeah, but if you I listen, if you listen, if you though. listen to CL, and Lupe delivery. Lupe raps exactly yeah. like CL. The delivery is yeah. I mean, he did remake it's very Trump, similar. So. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he 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 like embodies that imagery shit. Like he'll throw you a bunch of images. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That he will. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't think twice about it. Yep. Like unforgiving, unapologetic. My phone. Hold on. Yeah, no, I was uh, drawing similarities between uh, CL Smooth and um, Lupe. Lupe. And I don't know, I'm a nerd like that, so 
I don't want to get in, into that. I just want to name the albums because I show still gotta you know mm-hmm. name his albums. Honestly, I haven't really. I mean, the first album that came to mind was America's Most Wanted. When when like yeah. you first asked that question, um, that album is better than Death Certificate on the Low. Yeah, I I was always saying that. Mm, I always, never said that. I've always said that shit. That that was, that's still my favorite Ice Cube album. Mm-hmm. America's Most Wanted, like without question. And I've listened to quite a few of his shits. Like even after he, you know, kind of fell off. Um, I still say um, Reasonable Doubt. Mm, that's a good. Like, one. I can still bump that shit, put it on. I'm, I'm still feeling fresh. That's and fly. still Jay's best album. Yeah, that's yeah. still his best album. Yeah. Um, I agree. Fuck, I agree with that. That's a hard one, bro. All them Outkast albums aged well. I yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah they all did. of the Outkast albums. They did. Like the Chronic, say Outkast. Yeah, yeah, Chronic, Doggy Style. Yes. Hey, hey, you get coaching no more. In your bag. Yeah. Um and I I just throw one one out there. Like I just recent recently listened to it. It's not that old, but it's still it's still like my shit. The the to pimp a butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. It ain't that old. Nah, that's that's his best work. Yeah. That's I'm I'm, I'm still gonna work. have to go back to that. Which, gonna, which Kendrick? I'm going which to Kendrick? To Pimp a Butterfly. I'm gonna go to Dan, but that's just me. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Everybody says damn because he was I rapping his fucking ass off on He damn. was rapping no. his fucking ass off on Pimp a Butterfly. Not really. No. He was having fun no. with Pimp a Butterfly. He All was right. having a great time. <laughs> a great time. No. no, he was saying was, a lot of no. that shit. He was having I a respect. delightful time on the Pimp a Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> there was no problems no. in the world. Like he was good. On to Pimp a Butterfly? Yes. Did you listen to the album? Yes, sir. Did you see the album cover? Yes, I did. What problems was he not discussing on this album? Well, he he talked about depression, survival's guilt. He talked about I could pull up like one song that niggas in the hood, you making it, but you still trying to bring your homies with you, but they still on some bullshit. I could bring up one song from Dan that kills this whole argument. What you gonna say? Fear. I could say that one. This is great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Damn is a great say. album. Damn I just feel like album To Pimp a Butterfly was a better piece of art okay. than Damn was. I could feel you because it but was, they're both it just seemed like, equally It seemed like relevant. there was a lot more intention Damn involved. was more personal. It, sound, it seemed like there was like. a lot more intention involved as far as music, arrangement, and everything as far as um, that really? album. I feel like it was more involved. In to pimp a butterfly, then Dan oh, was like then, a straight rap then, album. Then, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, Dan was like that. A straight I can rap agree album. with. Turn That's on true. beats. I'm a rap. Yeah, yeah, Dan was his. Let me go back to my. Rap. Like, he was just yeah, rap. No, like nah, I'm, I'm still here. Yo, yeah. I spit. I mean, I'm yo. I'm hearing y'all, and I respect this conversation, but, you but don't. I don't. But respect, you don't. I don't respect your opinion. <laughs> Yo, I've heard like five hold different on, hold opinions hold on, hold on, from Quan's hold on, hold on. Wait, on wait, 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 Quan, before you get to that, I'm going to let Fab get to his, his uh, picks. Yeah. Um. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind, of course, is, is Doggy Style by Snoop. Um, ah, shit, yeah. Which that's is still... Still dope-ass album. That's just my number one, period. Um. It just... Just the energy of that album. It's got yeah. one of the greatest rap it was like, songs. He captured ever a moment. It. Yeah, like it, yeah, he captured a moment. Doggy dog world. That shit ignorant as fuck, dog. Oh yeah, like the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, but just doggy that, dog world is my favorite Snoop song. Yeah, by that's, the way, that's, that's that's definitely yeah. that. 
Yeah. Well, my bad. I don't mean it. <laughs> but nah, just the the production, um, the intro. Like I just I think that's one of the like the the first song that comes on. It's not even Snoop. Like it's Lady of Rage. Yo, let me let me say something. <laughs> I did an album with uh, a guy from uh, Ohio mm-hmm. named Arafat. We did an album called Black Noise. Just Book, fire. I appreciate that. Boog did the intro because Rage did the intro to Doggy Style. That was a total mm. salute to them. Yeah. I peeped that, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, is, that was the whole reason I did this that. This in his bag right here. It was here. a straight salute yeah. to that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo. That was him What if we had out. the, yo, chick, just intro the album. That's the first verse you hear. Yeah. We did that on the strength of that. So shout out to Doggy Style. My bad. Continue. Yeah. Check that um, Black Noise album out. But no, it's just I think the album from top to bottom is is just a masterwork of everything from delivery yeah. to uh arrangement, uh, mm-hmm. sequencing, like everything. Um, Mixing, yeah. And then the fucking album has like a theme. Yeah. Like, don't you miss that shit when albums had like a theme. Doggy style had a theme. Yeah. What was the theme? Fuck these hoes. Yeah, it uh, did. Yeah, because it was. A, it <laughs> it was, might not have been the best it one. A, it was a dog house on the yeah. cover, and he was reaching for that to, ass, trying to get the dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never put that together. <laughs> yeah. Fuck these hoes. And then on the opposite spectrum, <laughs> um, I gotta go with Goody Mob, man. Soul Food. Um, ah, that's a good one. I was thinking. I was thinking the other, the second one. But yeah, nah, soul oh, food, second absolutely. Food. Yeah, yeah, soul food. Yeah, soul food. I mean, and the fact that it's it's still if you put that album on right now, it is still super relevant to yeah. what is happening right now. Especially that intro. Yeah. Yeah. That intro uh, still is still smoking, still drinking, sitting yeah. on the Lincoln 4 a.m. Thinking. thinking. You know, and that, yeah. that's another one where <laughs> the production, um, just the arrangements, everything, man, it just it thought out. Yeah, it's yeah. a great album. It, it has, it's what it says, soul food. Like, that's what it is. Um, True. Yeah. Those are my two, so. Yeah. Good albums. Well, people listening, do your Googles if you haven't heard these albums. Um, I think we're in the midst of some very knowledgeable people, so it would behoove you to not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> go back and listen to these albums if you haven't heard them. Great album. And uh, yeah, we still got my nigga Great Scott in the building sipping on vodka. Vodka. <laughs> sipping on that vodka. Indeed. Yo. Getting his, so. car- getting his Karen on. <laughs> Yo, Elite <Ellie> Wallet. <laughs> you know, this nigga I'll, hate me right now. Yeah. I'll no, take no, it's all, take, it's all, I'll, it's all I'll, love, bro. It's all I'll, love. I'll, take, I'll take that as to not appear adversarial <laughs> to some of, some of, some of these bum ass. Opinions that you're espousing, <laughs> Bruh. It's different people, man. man you I know, love you man, I love you, brother. I love you. Um, so yeah, um, I want to get your take, man. Um, I know you're a very uh, astute person, and you're very observative, and you know you. Hold, uh, hold, hold on, before before you go into that, okay? Because you silenced me several times, so you're not gonna let me tell the good people how supreme clientele. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's the greatest oh, you want to talk solo about it? Woo project of all time. Yeah, what you want to talk about it? One of my favorites. Now, that's one of my favorites as well. That I can fuck? agree on 100%. It's a true, it's a true, it's well, a true. Well, I gave you the floor. You didn't say that. You said the score. Okay, go ahead. 
Yo, I said the score because you, because I, I start light. You don't go to the heavy <laughs> shit first. <laughs> no, you got it. You got it, bro. You got it. You know, Supreme Court. I, mean, I, I agree. I just want. I just want to say. Mm-hmm. I know many of you will disagree. No, no, we all. No, agree. I don't know. I, 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 I think I, I, we all agree. No, 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 no. The, the general populace tends to disagree with me on this. Nobody agrees with Supreme Court until being, like being a classic. Wow. No, no, no. That is not true. The general populace, hear me out. The general populace will tell you that the best solo woo Q-Link. album Q-Link. is the Purple Tape. Purple Tape, however, which isn't even a solo however, album. But go ahead. However, exactly. <laughs> exactly. However, upon the release of Supreme Clientele, it ceased to be the purple tape. Because Supreme Clientele, although it does employ, you know, the use of verses from a multitude of artists, it is a very well-rounded, balanced album, and Ghostface held his own album down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Through oh, and yeah. through. He held the first not one only did he, Not yeah, only did that, not only did he do that, he put New York on his back at a time, at a time where New York was, dare I say, beginning to stroke the South. New York oh, was man. beginning to emulate. Dick Ride, you that, mean? Not, South was, that, was a little, that was a little they before were. that, though. That was a little before that. No, it no? was right around that time. That was that time? He's right. It's right I around that time. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is when I, Dipset this is, was this on is, the South's dick. Yes. This, this is, is right precisely around that time. when. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. This is precisely right when. This is when, okay. this is when Jay-Z... This is when Jay Z is saying, "Bounce with me, bounce with me." Oh, oh, okay. And then, then I'll cash shot back like, "Oh, niggas talking this bounce shit." Niggas know where the bounce came from. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You yeah. see, so nah, so yeah, so I'm talking right, about you trying to, yeah, you trying to get this shit. Not, not only, not only, not right. only is the production right. thorough. There's not one weak track on that album, and every verse is thorough, and it has several quotables. Not one, not two, not three quotables. Several quotables. Look, he talked about the ghost. He talked about the purple tape shit. And if I may, and this is you may go ahead. It arguably has the best hip hop skit ever. Which one? Which one? Sue, throw it out the window. Sue, throw it out the window. Sue, 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 throw it out the window. He said, "Fuck you, fuck this motherfucking crack house." Yo, yo, that, <laughs> yo, we might need to. I, I don't know what to do. Best hip hop skits. Best hip hop so interludes. No, wow, no, no, cause, no, because so I, I got like the it's top three off my head yeah, right now. I can't even think. Of fucking Ice Cube, Kill It Will, the opening, uh, Master Ace with his baby, uh, his baby mom. Illustrate, <laughs> illustrate. Huh? You're not not right now. You know, I, not I right am. Now. I, I gotta stop. We, <laughs> gotta, we gotta talk about the. Let's stay time. focused. Yeah, we gotta talk about. All right, so, time. so I want to put Supreme Clientele out there. Then we we can move on. Okay, I agree. okay, that's cool. definitely. No, I think we all agree. Ghost I album. Agree. I think yeah, we all agree for sure. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an album that, and ages. that is one of the best solo. Yeah. Wu Tang album. It is. Yeah, I don't want to say. I'm, I'm not. You're not gonna catch me on record saying that. <laughs> it's between that and, and um, Liquid Swords for me. Liquid Swords, right? Right. And, and just quick side note, I definitely, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to interject when you were talking about Goody Mob Soul Food because Goody Mob Soul Food is in my personal, is in my personal top ten hip hop albums of all time. Mm-hmm. So I want to leave it like that. 
Because I'm clear, I'm clearly biased given that I'm from yeah, Georgia. From the yeah. East Coast. You're from the East Coast. But um all right. <laughs> 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 this is this I don't know if yeah, I don't well, know this is yeah. an ongoing <laughs> an ongoing riff he and I have he swears that he's from the <laughs> South. <laughs> man. He's not from the South. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This nigga. Nah, I love this dude. Um so Man, I want to uh, progress the conversation a little bit to get a little more serious as far as, um, you know, today's climate, the temperature, what's going on with um, shit, everything pretty much. Um, I think we've been feeling pressure from a lot of different angles, from even shopping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to wear a mask and, you know, this, that, and the third. I think we've been feeling a lot of pressure. <coughs> Um, I know you, like, what's been your experience and like, do you, do you see it as a, I don't want to say an issue, but has it heightened your security at all? Yo, um, my awareness uh, granted, to audience does they don't really have a way of knowing this, so I'll just I'll just be forthright about it. I'm mm-hmm. generally somebody who's aware of what is going on <laughs> in the world. Mm-hmm. So, right. as early as November, I was very uh, mindful of how I moved, uh, and I paid attention to the different signs, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I also, you know, given the fact that, I, you know, I would fly out to the West Coast, San Francisco, I was, you know, particularly mindful of what was going on with COVID-19, uh, given the fact that uh, San Francisco has such uh, a, a high population of migrants that go back and forth between East Asia, right? And so uh, that being said, as far as like, you know, my current circumstances. Um, I mean, I definitely, uh, I, I, well, I definitely tend to be, I tend to, I tend to isolate myself anyway. I tend to be secluded anyway, um, because I like to be able to do what I need to do and get it done without interference. Mm -hmm. However, uh, in recent weeks, I've come out, you know, more, and uh, I've been taken aback by some of the things that I've seen. Matter of fact, I was just driving on Second Street, downtown Memphis, and I saw, dare I say, niggas outside of a restaurant for brunch, most of whom were not wearing a mask of any sort. Um, this is problematic because... Given the fact that African Americans are disproportionately impacted by COVID nineteen, mm. right? Uh, you would think that we all would be taking precautionary measures. However, this has not been the case. No. Um, not at it has caused it has caused for concern. Uh, I can't tell you how many people just come up to me and begin talking. It's like, yo, get yo. Move, go that way. Move the fuck around. <laughs> bag back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have this. I have this mask on for a reason. So, uh, right, 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 so, right. so yeah, yo. And 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 I'm alarmed by. I'm alarmed by the thought process or lack thereof of individuals who one out of the gate 
wanted to attribute this virus to uh, a multitude of conspiracy theories, one of them being 5G. That's since been disproven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I had motherfuckers <laughs> arguing me down about this, but I won't get into that, right? Yeah, nah, um, that but there's, there's, but there is definitely, there's definitely, as I also stated at the onset, um, evidence to support the theory that although this is not a man-made virus because human beings don't have the ability, as, as far as we know, to manufacture actual viruses, they must occur naturally, right? But they evolve, they mutate. Yeah. This particular, they are, they are able to manipulate viruses. And this particular virus shows every indication that it has been manipulated, right. you see? The right. fact that we're dealing so, with it through like summer months is crazy. Uh, that might be one indication, you know, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, it is cause for, it is cause for alarm, man, because uh, it begs the question, what does the new normal look like? Right. Is the new normal wearing these fucking masks and being, you know, the watchman. Uh, yeah. of how we, <laughs> we live in the watchman. Yeah. yeah, we live in the world. You know, yeah. I, I, I think that this is going to be the new normal. Yeah, it's um, the new norm. Just because yeah. for years we watched um, people in other countries wearing masks mm-hmm. China, all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, you know, why they wearing masks? And very germ mm-hmm. conscious. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now, because I mean, COVID is not going to, it's just not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be like, okay, it's over now. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. So, I mean, the vaccine comes and we take it, but even when that happens, it's going to be another issue of I ain't taking that vaccine. So, What's going to happen when they make it mandatory? I mean, hey man, it's going to be mandatory. Yeah, they might, they might not. I mean, it, it, it kind of. Yo, I, I think. It's period. It's I, think be really, I think we really, I think we really, really need to. Well, n- not not to focus on what's on power right now, but um. You know, okay, (laughs) there have not been mandatory vaccinations for adults, right? No. In the the history of this nation. I'm big ready to get one. Yeah, children. Right, but, children's different. Yeah. But that's that's exactly. I said adults. Mm-hmm. So your so your so your child yeah, yeah. exactly. So it may it may be we may see a situation where you know um, the children who are born after a certain time uh, in a hospital may be subjected to having to have this vaccination. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know it might it might I'm not it might be a thing of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people who wish to undermine uh, the impact of this virus by saying, oh, look at the recovery rates, oftentimes negate what recovery entails. Uh, you don't want to at any time in your life be placed on a ventilator, my nigga. Um, no, that, that's, they said that. I seen the right. to say, like, when you're you, placed on that shit, it's over. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and you and and, and, all, and everything that you have to deal with right. after the fact, you don't want to deal with that, you know. So. um, So, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's crazy, man. I don't I don't want to come into contact with it uh, in any in any shape, form right. or fashion, you know, yeah. uh, COVID-19. It has um, it is it is not only confined me to my house. It has limited my relations with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whoa, 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 whoa! Great fucking transition. Mm-hmm. I want to sh- shift gears. 
Now that you said that, because I was having a guy. Yeah, you know. You know where this is going. Brian know where this is going. Lord. Look at, look at the top one. Look at the first one. Oh, I see Who it. knows? I see mm-hmm. All right. So, I'm married. My, my, my guy, Fab, is married. And I cram to understand how do y'all niggas date the online um, dating you mean well yeah wait 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 how do we date period yeah because the online shit be the most popular shit to like get your shit off to like you know meet right. mm-hmm. meet women from he laughing i can only speak to my experience yeah, I, I know i know right. I, I only want you to speak to your experiences <laughs> but it cramps to understand me like how is this a a, 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 a reasonable well you gotta think of the time yeah. we live in a, a era we live in an era of immediacy so now the whole prspect of you know I'm gonna bump into somebody I meet I them you, you. we yeah. can talk I, and I'm trying to have this experience. I'm like, yo, okay, I met her at the Publix or whatever, blah, 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 da, 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 da. Let me just try to have a conversation with her. That's where it falls flat. But mm. it's because it's immediate gratification now. Oh, so Lord, it's phone. easy. Yeah, it's easy. You They don't want you to, they don't want to have the actual conversation. You want to send a text message now. And I, I suck at text messaging. And text messaging yeah. is the devil because so many things can be misconstrued just you don't from get reading the, text you, message. You don't Somebody's get the tone. Intent. Yeah, the yeah, tone, text tone, message yeah. and email have people sound like they got Mac 10s in their like hands and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but now is, you know, you live in an age of immediacy. You have the world in your, your, your palm pretty much every day. So when you open or up the city just, at least. Yeah, or the city, <laughs> right? Just the city. The city right? of Atlanta. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it, that's why it's it's such a common thing because like if you would have told me, and back in like 1997, like yo, you know, soon you ain't even gonna have to go out and meet women. You're just gonna there's gonna be a, a computer program that shows you everything about this this woman and the information that she's volunteered, and mm. you're gonna be able to say, okay, yeah, I like this one, I don't like that one. That'd have been crazy if yeah. somebody told it's, you. It's that. crazy now. It's crazy yeah, now, but <laughs> it's the era that we live in, and yeah. it's really just like a fast forward button. I got you because it really just gives you extra access to what's already right, out there. Right. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm thinking that <coughs> this should be a really positive thing because you get to like you skip that that awkward phase of. Well, hey, what do you like? What do I like? No, it's still awkward. Because you can't, you, you can't get to person. that. Yeah, you can't get to that. That's that's the thing. You you swipe. First of all, you have to like, like I I frequent three of these dating apps, right? I do Tinder. Oh, you don't want me to tell? Okay, well, there's three dating apps, and one of them, <laughs> one of them actually requires the woman to speak first. Like you can't even begin the conversation okay. until she. No, yeah. it makes sense. But it really shines a light on the fact that, you know, and I hope I don't get killed for this, ladies. If you're listening, a lot of y'all don't know how to initiate a conversation. Ooh. Oh, maybe they never They have. do not. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They, it's just, it's it's bad. Like, even, and some of them will cheat. Like, they'll say on their profile, don't say something more, like, creative than hello. 
or hate, but I'm like, how the fuck else are you supposed to start a conversation? Got to get creative. <laughs> Hi, creative hell. But then when you get creative, then all oh, that shit was corny creepy. or creepy or whatever. But you know, it's just weird because when that when they're I guess the point I was making when they're left in that position, I get like a, a hand waving emoji mm. or a high. So so hello. so there's no point on any of these sites where you can go through hey what you're interested in and that's and, the conversation and, okay. I, and and you know and that'll be on the actual profile but that's the other thing right. that I want that, to get that's what into. they put on the profile that's, they don't match you up based on that's what's supposed to be <laughs> on the profile but a lot of these profiles that's the other thing ladies if you're listening we are not going to read a profile full of all of the things that you don't want and find you enticing. That is you like you can't go message. on for three paragraphs about, you know, make sure you're not in love with somebody still. If you hear, and that's the other thing. This, this is the confusing part. <laughs> Some of these sites are like, okay, when you talk to people about them, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, that's a hookup site. That's what that's for. <laughs> but then 90% of the women, the first thing that they have on their profile is, in all caps, not here for a hookup. If that's what you want. Yo, I need, I need an air horn. <laughs> swipe left. I think, Yo, I, I I think we hit a nerve. Right now. Yeah, but it's just, it's just it's, it sucks for me personally. Like, you know, I've had maybe like two successful attempts. One girl was from U.K., and another woman was was here, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. But other than that, I typically can't get past having an actual conversation. Because once you match, then it's like okay, oh, then the regular shit comes into play. You mm -hmm. got to actually have a personality, right, right, right. You got to actually be able to converse with somebody. You know what I mean? Right. And and see, he I'm needs to say conversate. So this is an intelligent shit. nigga right now, man. Right. No, hey. I be trying to converse. They want to conversate. They want to conversate. <laughs> Do you know how many times a week I have to, <laughs> that word right. runs through my brain when I people this say nigga, that? You want to converse, ladies? Y'all hey. tripping? Nah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of trying to conversate. It's a lot of there's a lot of very fed up women on there. You know, I, I can believe it. There's a lot of them that are like, and I and I can't fault them almost nah, because I justly, know they I justly. know they bringing in yeah, a lot of justly. bullshit. Like I get it, ladies, but try to stay positive when you create this profile. If I'm reading your profile and it's you threatening me the entire time, that's a red flag right there. Like, come on now, yeah. you ain't I ain't even got to say hello yet. So yeah, that's been my experience, guys. Quam, how about you, man? <laughs> Yo, well, do do do, do you I, have to do you have to limit this conversation right now? Limited, yeah, limited. I don't. I'm not even certain what you mean by limited. Oh no, I, I, never mind. I, we'll talk about that shit later. Nah, um, I think I should probably preface it. I think that's the um, word I was looking for. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the word I was. Looking for. <laughs> I should probably. I should probably preface it with with saying that um, I've had more relations and relationships than the average man, uh, <laughs> and and so I think as a result I have a comprehension, right, an 
understanding, a firm grasp of the nature of women and they are oftentimes delusional thought process. No, 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 Scott, no, no, stop, stop, stop. What the fuck? You want me to talk or not? Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You want me to talk or not? Hold on, hold on. This is what I want you to do. I want you to explain <sighs> your experience of dating online. And, and... I don't have one, is which I'm, which I'm alluding to. Okay, my I don't man. date online. <laughs> I don't date online for this very reason. Right, I have way more success in person than I do. I would have think most people had do. online. Yeah. Like, okay. ever. So, my bad, Scott. My bad, Scott. You got it, brother. You know? <laughs> so, where was I, man? Uh,. Yeah, and yo, in brief, nah, I don't, yo, I've never, I don't, I've never signed up for Tinder or any other swipe left shit, you no. know? And, and it's, no, never. And it's just like, you know, whoever, whoever does, that's how they rock. But for one, for one thing, because your listeners can't see me, you need to understand this much, all right? As a result of having been shot, I use a wheelchair. Now, my using a wheelchair has never stopped me from bagging women. Never. I've always had like, you know, relationships or relations, like I stated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fully aware of the fact that the wheelchair of itself is somewhat of a filter because everybody who would have found I'm six three. Every woman who would have found me attractive if I was up and about walking around, whatever have you, uh, you know, um, they they be, because of the, the, the circumstances mm-hmm. you know are not as likely to be uh inclined to be quote hollering at them right. you get me yeah i got you. and so and so but in a way for me that really works because it really narrows down Filters out yeah the, the super the superficial spectrum of women there you right go. yeah mm-hmm. now let me be very clear about this i fully grasp people's preferences if you have a preference, if you have a preference for someone who walks well, okay, so be it. I get that. That's simply what it is. That's normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, bear in mind that just because I utilize the rolling chair doesn't mean that I don't have preferences. You see? Right. So the Sire Scott does not deal with, all right, the delusional thought process. <laughs> I, I, I don't deal with a big belly woman. Okay, some mm-hmm. of my guys like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I like I like athletic types. I like okay, thick and fluffy. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, a, a, a Serena's William types who has the stamina. All right, to endure. He right. said the stamina. My, my bedroom bullyisms. You get me. <laughs> so. <laughs> and so you Yo. know. So yeah. So. <laughs> crazy. Yo. Uh, so. No, no, I know, you know, I know. Yeah, I know. The the the, 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 the the now I will say this, you know I'm active on on social media, not Twitter. I don't fuck with Twitter. Are you, and yeah, I'm, you still, up. I'm still you not active up. on Instagram, you know. And I and I've you know I've been on Facebook. And I will say this, I have actually uh, sparked a relationship, if not two, via social media, meaningful relationships. Oh, you mean in the past? Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. In the past. Yeah. I'm you about know. To say relax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. In the past. You know, in the, in the, in the past, one of which was probably like I don't know, like nine years ago, 
and another mm-hmm. maybe being like you know starting eight years ago you know mm-hmm. uh actually no actually one way I'm, wow i'm really about to take it back when i think about it that was actually the myspace days when i met one and then the next was like the early facebook days so anyway mm-hmm. so um so no i've not dealt with women uh regularly nor extensively uh Online. via the via the internet um I'm much more, uh, you, you spoke of Publix earlier on. I once met a woman in Publix, okay? Um, a woman of a similar ethnic background as myself, nice Jamaican-American woman who was, you know, um, from Brooklyn, you know? And, um, and, I, and I, came to, I came to realize that even with all this, you know, in common, she still more or less possessed a, a typical Western woman mindset. Our only issue was money that's our only issue and not and not money in the sense of that i didn't pay for things because i'm the type of guy that if you are out with me i'm gonna pay for everything all right mm-hmm. you won't want for anything however this particular woman wanted money placed in her palm all right <laughs> this, is, this is pre-cash app i don't do that <laughs> all right be, be very well i don't i don't do that tricking Exactly right, mm. you know. But what? Um, so let me ask you she this: She saw the Tims, saw the rims, right? Bomb, mm. right? Let right, me let me ask this know? though, Quam. So when you when you're saying um, the Western woman mindset, like what 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 is that, and what's the difference between like you know? I guess you would be be, be comparing it to like a West Indian woman's mindset compared exactly to a, a Yankee and woman's mindset. Exactly so right. what's the difference? That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so well, the thing is this, right? The Western mindset permeates the mindset of most women uh, in any industrialized nation, even semi-developed or currently developing industrialized nations. You know, and so uh, since we've seen this drastic paradigm shift that women are acutely unaware of as it relates to men and their thinking. Intelligent, let me emphasize, intelligent men and their thinking, you see? Because intelligent men have come to the realization that a relationship that leads to marriage and then children is actually uh, a risk of sorts. It can prove to be a liability for the man. And so it becomes a question of whether or not the man is willing to take said risk. Okay. True, in order true. for the man to take that risk, the woman must be deemed worth it. So in order for her to be deemed worth it, she must first prove that she is an asset and not a liability. Boy, it's Sunday, right? Western it's Sunday, mindset, right? <laughs> all right. The Western Oof. woman's mindset, okay, has yet to come to terms with this reality. Okay. And so as a result, she is carrying on with an outdated paradigm which says the man must provide for me, right? While simultaneously making the proclamation that she is an independent woman. Mm. Well, my dear, you must make up your mind, okay? Now, as an intelligent man, as an intelligent man, I am genetically predisposed to protecting. Mm -hmm. As an intelligent man, all right, a economically mobile man, I have the means by which to provide, all right, for myself first, and if, and if, okay, you prove that you are an asset, I will provide for 
us. But you must make a great companion, my dear. Now, this is where you falter, Western mindset woman. Okay? This is where you falter. You, you first have adopted a standard of beauty that is not your own. And as a result, and as a result, mm -hmm, you will incur additional costs for bundles of hair, all right? For decorative nails, Mm. all right? Things that we now perceive as being normal because we live in a capitalistic Western society. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Every man should want their woman to look nice, okay? But the woman should want to look nice without the assistance of the man. What were you doing prior to meeting me? What were you doing? Were you just a raggedy bitch? Hmm? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hmm? All right. Questions so, that need answers, bro. Yeah. So if you for if you were a raggedy bitch, <clears throat> all right, I would not have approached you in the first place. You see? Now, with that established, okay. Uh this entire this entire mindset of okay. I don't need a man, yet I want a man. Again, this this is delusional. Right? You must make up your mind. What do you want? So when you when I make this distinction, because I wish to be brief, right? Because mm-hmm. I could go on and on about this. When I make this distinction. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do this anymore, Scott. The the Western woman, right, wishes to negate g- gender role specification, for example. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. because they feel as though it does not serve them. As a matter of fact, they see patriarchy as this uh, enemy social structure that they must be vehemently opposed to at all times because they feel it oppresses them. No, my dear, patriarchy in its truest form is what actually provides a protection. Okay, however, again, the paradigm is is shifting, and so. Because patriarchy can oppress, but that's another topic. I don't want to go there right now. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so <sighs> we well, find ourselves. Well, let, let me we ask find... you this. Let me ask you this. Okay. One, one, one other thing. So, we've got the description now of you know the 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 Western woman mindset and and the problematic things that you you know they're coming with that. What what's the alternative? What are you seeing out there that like you know what okay. would be the the West Indian woman's mindset? No 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 no. Let me let me let me let me clarify something real okay, quick. Go ahead. Let me clarify something real quick, right? Because you'll find West Indian women with a similar mindset. Absolutely. I, mean, I was the, about to say because I have. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, West West Indian yeah, women. I, I, um, yeah, I live with them. I mean, this is this is in part why I, I, this is why in part why I brought up the sister that you know that I that I did meet in Publix and uh, like I said, she was a uh, similar similar uh, ethnic background as myself. She's Jamaican American, um, but um, the alter- the alternative. Mm-hmm. This is the dilemma. This is the the, the true dilemma because. We as black men, all right, do not have the full range of alternatives. And what I mean by that is this. We have a social and moral obligation to unify with our sisters, right? I agree. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I have encountered women who 
are friendly on the front end, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we may have excellent, you know, working relations, right? Uh, uh, Not romantic or anything like that, but you get, uh, you know, a man can sense the energy that, yo, this woman would prove (laughs) to be an asset to my operation. She pays attention, you know? She, uh, I didn't even ask for lunch. She brought it, um, you know, these types of things, right. But you also have to remember as a, as a man, women in general, regardless of their racial categorization or ethnic background, basically want the same things. They want protection, provision, and your genetic material on a very, very fundamental primal level. If you, if they, if you have those things, if you're able to provide those things, then you can be somebody's baby daddy. The trick for us as men is not being a baby daddy, right? So, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so, right. That's the hard. That's the hard part. That's the hard part, um, right? Because we all, we all, most of us, <laughs> disproportionately get tricked. Fifty percent of us point. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So anyway. So anyway, man. So the alternative. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. Um, is to. <sighs> Locate women who has a more traditional upbringing and who are not tainted by the trappings of contemporary society in the form of capitalism and materialism, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is sometimes a hard sell for a lot of brothers, right? Um... But if you, I think if you want to be happy, this is what it comes to. So case in point, case in point. Uh, when I'm in, if you have, if you ever deal with women from, let's just say the rural South, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you ever encounter them, and she has uh, some knowledge of herself, she has some knowledge of her lineage, if she's not like, you know, just on some ratchet shit, you know, playing Lil Boosie in front of her daughter type shit, hmm. um, you know, she, if she comes from a nuclear family, uh, then she understands the worth of a man. She understands gender role specification, and she not only acknowledges it, she accepts it. She right? understands it. Yeah, she understands. She, it. Right. She she understands those di- mm-hmm. she understands those dynamics. Right. She understands those dynamics. Right. right. Um, and so she's willing to fulfill her role, all right, as a woman, with the expectation that you will do so as a man. Right, you'll fulfill that yeah. role. Right. Mm-hmm. right now, we have a situation where the roles are so fucking blurred, so fucking blurred. You have women, all right, who since they don't comprehend gender role specification, they are stuck taking their sons to basketball and football practice. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, you have men, you have men, or young men in training who are more effeminate than they ever know they will be. So these guys have fair, they have frail frames, right? And they don't even know that maybe they should hit the bench. Okay. I mean, I, that's a whole other topic in of itself, but no, it, these it things, is, these, these things, but these things, these things matter when you're talking about the unification of a people, you know, but anyway, so, so as far as alternative goals, 
brother, unfortunately, we don't really have alternatives. Yeah, we are that's what I was stuck. trying to get to. So, right. so, so, so are, you don't so you don't online date. Making the, the worst of a already bad situation. I tried to talk to a sister the other day. Um what was her name? Uh, her name I don't give a don't I don't 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 but uh, you know, via text—not even text. Uh, this is just messenger, man. Um, I might say something, and her response would be, you know, "LOL, men." And I'm like, "What do you mean by this?" So now you're generalizing me because I'm a man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she might. Uh, she responded. I asked her. I asked her if she was involved with anyone, right? And then, mind you, she and I have been talking off and off for several months now, right? So we kind of know a little bit about one another, right? So this is not out the blue. But now, since I've gotten a better, you know, a grasp of, you know, her thought process or sort of thought, uh, I'm making my intentions known. I'm being straightforward. And uh, I ask her, I say, yo, well... Uh, she's black? You know, yeah, yeah, she's black. She's black. She's going to be black. It's always going to be black. Some form of black. West Indian black, Afro-Latina. All right? Because if I'm if I'm making a deliberate effort to holler at you, you're black. Yeah, that's the only way that works. I don't know, man. All right. No, for me, for <laughs> me, that's the, nah, that's the only I, way that I, works. I don't know, I don't know, bro. I do. No, no, no. I'm talking. Right. I'm talking for Great Scott, bro. All I'm right. Talking for no, him. I'm, I'm not talking. No, for I'm me. not. I'm not making a conscious effort to holler at no uh, <laughs> Asian women, no European women. I'm talking for Great okay. Scott. I don't know, Great Scott. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? Nah, we no, nah, we talk about that shit offline, but that's <laughs> 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 my nigga, man. Yo, but um, all right. So you don't you don't online date? Look, I don't, I don't want to you know I don't want to draw it out. Uh, we had yeah, the online like, dating like man. And, date uh, responsibly, ladies. Don't you know? I'm gonna just run down a list. Don't don't try to put things on your your uh, profile. That you like make yourself sound pleasant. That's what I wanted to get at more make than anything. Make yourself sound pleasant, man. Because I I read a lot of profiles where women are just like you know, you better have a job. You better be this tall. If not, don't swipe me. I don't have time for this. It's just like, come on, man, make yeah, yourself yo, sound a little pleasant. That, that's kind of what, uh, what I wanted to get at more. Illustrate is not gonna let me. He won't let me express it. But this no, goes no, back no, no. To, let Quams do his thing. Quan, go ahead, man. I'm gonna let you express it. I'm <laughs> giving you my the fault. Floor, I apologize. Go you on. Got, no, no, no. Well, you, you good, Quam? I'm, it's not that I don't want you to express it. You, 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 you tackled the point where we were getting at. You know what I'm saying? My thing is now I want to bring up the thing of do women put too much online? No. Not enough. The, well, the thing that I would say that they, they put too much online, on a dating site, pictures of your children is weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, we That's about weird that. as fuck. Like, you can say you have kids, but we're on a dating site. I don't need to see pictures of your children. And yeah. some of them, that, that's uh, all let, they have. Let me, let me, let me tell you why, why women do that, whether it's social media or not. Well, I know why. 
But go ahead. What, let me let me hear your theory. The good mothers. I'm a good mother. Like you 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 gonna deal with this or not? Yeah yeah. I'm, I'm it's like are you, do you, I really do have kids mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they want to get that out of the way because I'm pretty sure. Right. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'm thinking that the line of thinking is, okay, I have kids. There's a good percentage of dudes that aren't wanting to deal with a woman with kids. So let me get this out of the out way, the way yeah. right away and just put it up front. Blah, right. Blah, blah. You know, Th- that's you thin in the herd. Might thin be. in the herd. Yeah. Right. Right. And, 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 and here's what they <laughs> fail to understand, right? First off, I wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 <laughs> wait, no, 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 I'm not going to bring that up. What? No, because we know what? exactly who. <laughs> what? You talking what? about me? No, no, me and him talk about, like, oh. it, there's, there's a female that I think that he could, look, we, you know what I mean? Like, I'm moving trying, along, I'm moving along, yeah, Quan, yeah, what you got up. to say, yeah, bro? Yeah, we're moving along, yeah, Go ahead, man, along. yeah, moving along. <laughs> Again, this goes back to the current, you 100 right. The, this goes back to the current delusional state of women because, one, they don't want to be account- accountable for the decisions that they made to have those children. Now, granted, some women actually were in marriages and those children come from those marriages. And to the point that you made earlier on, black yes, they want to be forthright and say, yo, this is, my, this is my situation, this is my circumstances. <laughs> However, unfortunately, in doing so, what many of them don't take into consideration or fail to realize altogether is that you have the triflet Negro who, who will pursue them regardless with malintention. Irregardless. I was just saying that. Irregardless. I was just saying that. There's, there's a lot of guys. No, when, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Irregardless. <laughs> no. Yeah, irregardless. We, oh, we just had this conversation about con- conversing hey. and come. Right. You can't. Yeah, yeah. That's not a word. No, but you're <laughs> right. No, it is. It no. Is. No. You're you're right, Quam. There, I, I think that you know they. It's the fallout of them running in, like you said, the trifling nigga out here that is going to pursue them with malice in his intent. Absolutely, they know that malice, man. Niggas out here on some malicious shit, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. are. No, I know. Yeah. To meet a you bitch, mack her down, then rip her apart. Yeah. We grew up on that shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that's a fact. Yeah, unfortunately, fact. yeah. We grew up on that malice, that whole like bitches ain't shit, but like, we grew up on that. Boy, that's a whole other topic of itself. Because no, before it y'all call, I was just having this conversation with my homegirl about why black women don't feel protected. You know, and, so, I'm, so, and, and that's, that's the conversation never... I want to have next week. Yeah, that's with, our next. I, I want to bring yeah, a woman on so we can actually like get to the rule of how do we? Uh, okay. We need to bring two women on here. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, the one we got in mind. I think she's pretty much stable. Probably the one that lives here. No, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> she won't talk about me. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we got. We got a person in mind, but right. no, I, I definitely want to have that conversation, man. You welcome to come back yeah, on come that on, conversation. You gotta come man. back for that. I think we finna wrap this up, bro. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Yo, man, this has been a great conversation, it's man. Always I a good conversation. One hundred percent, man. I appreciate you coming through, man. And 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 this is not gonna be the last time you're on here, man. All right, but you'll be easy, man. All we right, so you stop. Yes, Out. sir. Sire. Sire. Peace. Gone.
I will. Do we want to? I guess touch on some real quick as far as all of the uh, the Karens. God. I don't like just all all of the Karens. I don't because the fact that they created a, several pages dedicated to exposing them. Well, I mean, I love that shit. I'm I'm, I'm kind of sick of the shit. <laughs> yeah, because it's like that, you know what I mean. Like I'm saying it, but it? like I'm, I'm just the Karen shit. It don't, it don't, it don't even trigger me no more. It's just like man, just get him out of here. It's yeah. common. I've been experiencing Karen my entire life. There we go. Like yeah. literally, like just maybe a couple, maybe two years ago, Karen like accosted me at my job because I was parking in like. The fucking um, you was doing some shit. The charger shit. I mean, I wasn't supposed to be doing it, but this bitch got real man, familiar. Her, like she came up, she rolled up on me, asked me, "Can I see your badge?" And I, you know, and at my job, anybody can challenge you to present your badge. Okay. Like I could walk up to anybody and be like, "I need to see your badge right now," and they have to show it to me. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, yeah, here is my badge." This bitch pulled out a phone, took a picture of my shit. And then proceeded to like, did you not know that you couldn't park there? All of the messages. And, you know, I'm the way I am at, at my job. I, I kind of don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I got your messages and all. But didn't think it was that big of a deal because I wasn't parking in like a handicapped spot. I was parking in a spot where like the um, hybrid cars go to charge and shit. Like they have a couple of those at my job. Mm-hmm. But nobody's ever parked in these spots. Yeah, You know what I mean? But they had been sending me these messages and all of this stuff. So she ran up on me, and, you know, a couple of people saw this happen, and they didn't like that shit. So word got to uh, my homegirl, Candace, who used to be my lead. Shout out to Candace. If you're ever listening to this, like, I love you. You're a real one. Like, you were the coolest motherfucker ever at this job. But Candace caught word of this shit and was like, oh, hell no. And went down there and read this lady the riot act. So, you know, it was just great to watch that. But I feel like I've been experiencing this shit so much. But I do love the fact that, like, you know, yeah, expose these motherfuckers because they need to be exposed. They need, it needs to be shown what's going on out here. They need to be able to play back that tape and see that, see their conduct. So I love it. Yeah. Create more of these fucking sites. Blast them motherfuckers. Put their personal info out there. I'm all for it. Yes. Yeah, it's another thing that just goes to show you how uh you know, in the day and age of technology, how you just get to see it. You know, the oh, I'm being inconvenienced or what I like to say is about Karen's is they just it's been a constant thing forever of you don't belong here. And, right. oh, you're here. Prove, like... Well, it, not even you don't belong. I don't want you here. I don't want you here. Yeah, or you don't, be- or right, you don't right. belong here. I don't yeah, want you yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. same shit. Yeah. Like, like, how are you here? You're not supposed to be here. Yeah. You know? So then it's, call the cops. Okay, call the cops. So Call the cops. Yeah. But you're yeah, supposed to know. do the right thing, correct? Right. So Fine, do shit, and and I think the reason that you're seeing this shit, like the the Karen phenomenon, um, stems from the fact that the world society is set up with her protection in mind. Yeah, 
A little bit. Her protect, yeah, absolutely. Like a white woman. Yeah, one hundred percent. What, what Patrice O'Neill say: yeah. White women' lives are valuable. <laughs> yeah, because the world is has been taught to protect them that they're the most precious and valuable thing <laughs> in the world. It, it's the truth. So, yeah, that's why you get these reactions when they're not getting what, they what they're used to to receiving. Yeah, and then the how dare you, you black motherfucker, I'm not the give me this shit? Guess what? I need to hurt you. So what's the first thing I'm gonna do? I'm call the police. It's call the police. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a, it's a wild thing, man. Yeah. But. I mean, we know it at this point. So now it's all about educating yourself on how to move. Because mm-hmm. we know that to be a fact. I can't wait to be approached by another parent. <laughs> oh, you I want, can't wait. I wish a nigga would. What? It's getting ready to be like that fucking the shit you put me on to the um First Amendment auditors. I love them dudes, <laughs> bro. That shit is brilliant. I love them dudes. Man. Kyle was like, "What's your agenda? You're my agenda. You, <laughs> you, you, my agenda." <laughs> Yo, if if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about First Amendment uh, auditors. 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 They call First Amendment auditors. This is an actual job. This is some of the wild. This is the wildest. It's, it ain't really wild when you think about it. No, but this is wild. <laughs> like if you've just heard of this, they're called First Amendment auditors. What they do is they make sure that the local police know their jurisdiction, jurisdiction, and their amendments. They test police to make sure they understand citizens' rights and what they're obligated to do. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this. So <laughs> you're making this shit sound real official. No, it is, but it is though. like it's an actual job. Yes, really, fam. They I work. need this job. Yo, they work. <laughs> they work for you. Didn't know that. No, I didn't know this was. I thought they were just calling no. themselves that shit, like as like so you know, a joke. There's there's a couple of different blog sites. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a blog site called uh, Watch Watch the Cops. Like it's a few different blog sites, but they hire these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you get paid to understand that if you great. if you have a full understanding of your First Amendment rights, they test it with police, and they you go down to the police station. If you got a gun, you got a camera. You just stay there until they fuck with you. <laughs> and then when they approach you, you make sure they understand that I have rights to do this. That's crazy. I have rights to record. Yeah. I have rights to hold this gun here. What are you bothering me for? Right. And then they always prove that they don't know their rights. Mm-hmm. And they don't know our rights. You, or you have the, uh, you know, I have the authority to get an ID from you. He's like, no, I'm not in the vehicle. That's why they don't drive cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they walk. That's why they be on foot all Yeah, because in the vehicle, a, a, a cop can automatically get your, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, shit. yeah, because you're operating the vehicle. But if you're on the street, if you videotaping, that's your hundred percent right. Yeah, hundred percent right to do it. If you carrying a gun in an open carry state, that's your hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what they do. They violate cops and they report them. That's what's up. Well, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out. To shout the out to First Amendment, First Amendment auditors, <laughs> auditors, man. man. Like Keep doing God's work, and out it's here. hilarious. Yeah, I would fucking hilarious. <laughs> like if you were looking for a good laugh, 
look up First Amendment <laughs> auditors and Yo, look at these cops' faces. I found that I found that shit, and it was like America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> now, are because I haven't watched too many. Well, I don't think I've seen any of them, but are any of these people uh, black? Yes. yes, yes. That's you have to watch. Okay, it great. It's a, it, it's a job, bro. Gotcha. Like these dudes work for they they work for blogs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a blog have a person in this community, and it's a lot of black people to do it. Good. All right. And they be punking the shit out of police. About to go get me a new I job. love it. <laughs> you know they'll just be standing there with their rifle. What you approaching me for? <laughs> I want to see your ID. Let me see your ID. Yeah. <laughs> and like they know their rights. They know mm-hmm. everything about their rights. They never get arrested. That should be great. First Amendment auditors. Yes, it's great. But no, it's, it's a lot of black people to do it because you're not the per- first person to ask me, and I knew mm. you was going to ask me, well, are they white or black? It's a bunch of black dudes to do this shit. Good. More power to them. They know their rights. Yes. So my thing is, and, you know, whatever this platform is, whoever reaches, know your rights. Understand your rights because that's going to be more important than anything because – it might be a thing that you might be fearful of because you don't know your rights. But if you know your rights, it develops a confidence on what you can do. You know, if you want to protest, if you want to do anything, know your rights. Yeah, and nobody yeah. can tell you what they can and what they yeah, can do even to if you, you. Even if you do get arrested, know your rights. You know what I'm saying? You might be falsely arrested. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just know your rights. Don't let them dictate with the badge and the gun and all that. Don't let them dictate, you know, and, and and have you in a situation where you don't even question it. Don't let them rule you with fear because right. of your lack of knowledge. There you go. 100%. Yeah. Know your rights, man. I, I would say that. I will scream that, man. Like, know your rights yeah. because yeah. you do have rights. You still are a citizen. You're still an American citizen with rights. And... They'll try to t- say shit, twist shit, know your rights. Mm-hmm. Period. True story. Like the the NFAC does. All right, man. I'm not doing that, man. <laughs> <laughs> NFAC, man. I'm we got we got to talk about these brothers, man, and sisters, man. We we see y'all out there. So for all of y'all who don't know what we're talking about, over this past uh, Fourth of July, uh, a group known as the NFAC. Uh, marched through Stone, Stone Mountain, Mountain. Yeah. which is, uh, you know, again, if you're not familiar with uh, the Atlanta area, Stone Mountain is a historical monument that's here in Atlanta that people go to just about every weekend during the summer and take in a big laser light show. Most part mm-hmm. on the east side. Yep. And the big thing about this place that most, well, people know, but it's kind of like of an unspoken thing. This place was the uh, the 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 site of the resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan in the uh, in the year nineteen, I think it was like nineteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. But um, nineteen fifteen is when the Klan Shit. was reborn out there in um, Stone Klan Mountain Park, and they were having um, meetings out there. This was known as a place where the Klan would meet. So in Stone Mountain, in Stone Mountain, absolutely. And even I remember in high school. First of all, when you went and saw that laser light show, at the end of the laser light show, they used to fly the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. It was superimposed. And on, and on the side of Stone Mountain, um, guys, is there's a carving 
of uh, General Lee. Yep. Um, what was the other two? It's three guys. It's General I, Lee. I never honestly paid attention. I forgot. To it's but yeah. three Confederate generals are carved into the side of this mountain, and they would project a laser light show at the end of this and superimpose the Confederate flag at the end. They just recently changed that, maybe like about five, six years ago. Mm. So this past 4th of July, the, uh, a group, a black militia dressed in all black, carrying assault rifles and various other weapons, marched through Stone Mountain Park. Power. Power. The, okay. the NFAC. Which NF- stands for? NFAC. Not fucking around coalition. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I, for one, come on. You know, I, I salute y'all, first of all. I salute <laughs> you for what you're doing. But it's not just what we doing. It's in the way that we do it and the way that we say it. The way we doing it. Yeah, like, that name. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all got to change that. <laughs> I'm sorry. The not fucking. We can't do better than that. Nah, I'm, I agree. The I'm not agree. fucking around coalition. I agree. I'm with it. Like, I get it if that's our motto. Like, yo, we ain't fucking around. But that shouldn't be our I can see that name. as an alternative. Like, all right, it stands Tag for line. National Firearms, African American, right, whatever. African-American you know, whatever. Nah, yeah. that's, nah, that sounds too civil. Nah. <laughs> nah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you know. might be right. I might be bootlicking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This is I to the point, know. hey. We're yeah, not, we not fucking around. I get Period. It. Nah, but I salute y'all brothers and sisters for no, what y'all no, did. No, no, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. 100%. Thought but, the name was kind of like out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, the name's out of pocket. Absolutely. I'm sorry. It, just, like, it demands respect, man. There's so many. No, it does not. There's so <laughs> well, many other things. It, it demands that, a lot of things. That you could come up with. Hey. There are other names. It demands a lot of things. It demands a lot of retaliation. It demands uh, an excuse. It demands a lot. I mean, yeah, you can say that, but... I mean, at the same time, he, hmm. like I said, I could be wrong. I'm just saying, like, if 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 any one of those dudes got arrested or anything, it's like he belongs to the not fucking around coalition. Yeah, judge is gonna look at that differently. Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm judging because I'm a judge. <laughs> if this name <laughs> the organization you're from, and you in here for yeah. firing a, a pistol. I'm looking at your name and I'm saying like, uh, you probably was wilding. You know what I'm saying? It's just I don't know. It's just not. It's not a good. It's not um, necessary stance. And and I mean I get it. It's a manifestation of the anger that we all walk around with every day. But yeah. there's got to be a better expression. But of like I said, like an alternative. If, if if that was like an alternative name, like okay, we really did it. Then but it this also is what it for, means. Yeah, yeah this is fucking, what we on. Like like Marta. Moving Africans rapidly, rapidly through, through Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's you know, Marta wouldn't call themselves that. <laughs> Say, <laughs> we're moving Africans rapidly through Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because it's you know it's it's kind of like what's it called? Uh, Tongue and cheek shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like some comedy shit. It's, it makes it's, it a fucking characterization. Yeah, it's, it's of not like what you really intend. It's not really a representation of what your movement mm. is about. It's just more of a statement, like a tongue and cheek statement. You know, what like I'm they saying? might as well just call themselves the headbusters. Yeah, some. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or, I'm with that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, mean, they got. Man, you have so many 
uh, I mean, they're not saying it's, it's on the same kind of level, but you have tons and tons of uh, bike gangs and, uh, across the country that are incorporated, that have mm. just all kind of names. Better names than, than not fucking around <laughs> coalition. Way hey, better. NFAC. <laughs> That's all you need right there. NFAC. Yeah, they, they should have just good. left it at that acronym. Yeah. I don't know. Acronym means nothing. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. But, if, I, if I come off as a, a coon. I'm nah, just, you I'm ain't just, a coon, man, for asking just, people to fucking present themselves. <laughs> yeah, better. I just don't think that's a like. Name. I get it. Kudos, guys. I get what I get it, and I'm with it. I probably been walking out there with you. I just bought my Daniel defense this past weekend, so I definitely been walking out there with y'all. But it's just like the name, the it, name is 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 that's the main thing. Like. Yeah, it's not really a. Um, you got you go from the Black Panther Party for self defense to the not, not fucking, fucking around, around coalition. It sounds like you fucking around. It sounds like you fucking around. Damn, we shouldn't say none of this. Right, nah, right. we got to talk about it. Yeah, man. we got we, we got to we got to touch on it. Got to talk about that. All right, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, f- I feel like, but it sounds some, like you don't have a good plan when that's your. Thank name. you. That, that's what I'm. It sounds like just some emotional shit. And and then they were out there like, are we in your your neighborhood now? Where y'all at? But I'm like, if if you feel like that, I want to see the NFAC show up at the next Klan rally. I don't want to see. I want to see the NFAC <laughs> show up at the next time that there's some motherfucking white supremacists mm. gathering and deciding they want to march through a town. You? And and I want to see that shit. You well, might. I mean, if you're not fucking. I would around. just like if if that's the case. I just would like them to be consistent. If y'all gonna march, like do that shit every Sunday. Do that shit every Saturday. Let your presence be known. If that's what you're gonna do, don't do it for show. They may be, and it's just this is the first time that I've seen that. Yeah, it's the first time I've even or heard ever of heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yo, they was like what, might be 150 deep. So yeah. it can. Who knows where it goes from here? But man, I hope it goes. I hope it goes in a way that. That uh, will benefit people. That is, yeah, that is productive, not productive. Uh, yeah, progressive, yeah. productive. Yes, I hope it goes in that way. But you yeah, know, what I'm saying I don't, you know, I don't want to talk bad about shit. Nah, things I don't agree with. I'm never going to agree with everything. Right. Everybody's never going to agree with everything. But I do agree with solidarity and, and perfection. I'm with y'all. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying we with y'all. They was out there. Yeah. I'm in Latonia. They in Stone Mountain. We right up the That's street. Right up the street. Yep. I ain't got no problem with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, change that name. With y'all. I'm with y'all. Yeah, salute, <laughs> salute to the not fucking around coalition, man. Yes, sir. Salute, salute, salute. Yeah. We mean we we just having a conversation of our opinions. Yeah. No That's disrespect. It. We That's love it. y'all. Love All what y'all the same. doing, man. And this is the thing, you know, in a room full of people that are trying to to create a plan, we may not agree on everything. But the one thing that we should be able to agree on is solidarity, like my brother said. And mm-hmm. protecting protecting our babies and our women. And and that's Period. something that I'm behind. Even if y'all are the slap a hoe coalition. Uh, yo, so we don't, <laughs> we don't get into that next week, man. We gonna, we definitely gonna get into Whatever that. Whatever the name week, be. We definitely gonna get into that next week, man. What, the slap a hoe coalition? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Oh, I was like, is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. But no, um, I'm gonna, you know, we'll we'll talk about it next week. But um, yeah, man, shout out to the uh, not fucking around NFA NFAC. NFAC. 
NFAC. Not fucking mm-hmm. around. Shout coalition. out to the NFAC, man. Y'all, y'all doing good work. <laughs> I love the solidarity. Um, man, if if somebody from that agency hears this, give us a call. We'll link link y'all site. Yeah, and um, you know, get people involved. But definitely appreciate it. We just expressing our opinions. We love y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with that, we clinking. I think we're good. Yeah, about to clink. Yes. Turn to clink. Yeah. Yo, shout out to um my man, great Scott, man, great interview, yes. great sit down and 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 tell all. Great brother, man. Great <laughs> yes, sir. Brother. With yeah. us. Yeah, good good times. Always love having good a conversation. Thing. He with probably that mad at me. Guy, he, he's probably <laughs> mad at me. It's all love, man. It's all love. It's all love, man. He know I, yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, man. We but love yeah, you, He he wanted to go on and discuss some more things, but you know it's cool. You know yeah. we had this 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 might be one of our longest pods. Come back. Uh, I don't think it's a longest. little bit. Yeah, not longer, but well, yeah, but it's, it's close. I think we're at like two hours. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely one of our longest yeah. pods. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we usually run out, but you know it was cool. It was good. You had a good time, Fab. I had a good time, man. All right, another Sir. successful episode. Salute. Salute. Y'all next week. Let me get a chop at this lumber. Niggas from down underground and hanging around the A town, looking for a come up, working from nine to five just to get some trains. So Timo can stay alive. Not greedy and living lavish shit, but you could bet that. When I do, nobody from my crew will I forget. If I start to get large and come up on some chain, I won't change. Everybody know it down. It's not the same every day, life can be different. These laws got me ready to brawl, cause I'm all a victim. So I still be slinging them fat pillows to make them meet each and every day as I comb my city streets. Sometimes I wish I never had been a part of this mess, cause the system got us fucked up. They put us to the test, women and men. If you black, you in. Food for the soul, listen to what I tell you. It don't matter, young or old. It's time we Look up and do like we suppose. We killing each other over this bullshit and some clothes. We shot up in this world society with no place else to go. So how you feel? Frustrated, irritated. Sometimes I don't know myself. I feel too numb. Feel something sometimes. So I dig deep. Get in the Cherokee. Let my mind fly free into the wilderness so I can get this shit off my mind. That's why I be smoking that dang sometimes. Snapchat keeps me calm, calm. It keeps my mind open, open. It keeps me fun. fun.